0: Section three of the Book of A Thousand Nights and A Night Volume four by Anonymous This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Recording by Jean Delfrio The Book of A Thousand Nights and A Night Volume four. TRANSLATED BY RICHARD BURTON, SECTION 3, 244th NIGHT, to 246th NIGHT. When it was the 244th night, she said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that when the chamberlain accosted the old woman, saying, What damsel is this? quoth the ancient dame, Our Lady hath a mind to buy her. And he rejoined, None may enter save by leave of the commander of the faithful. So do thou go back with her. I cannot let her pass, for thus am I commanded. Replied the old woman, O chief Chamberlain, use thy reason. Thou knowest that Naomi, the Caliph's slave girl, of whom he is enamoured, is but now restored to health, and the commander of the faithful hardly yet crediteth her recovery. She is minded to buy this handmaid, so oppose thou not her entrance, lest haply it come to Naomi's knowledge, and she be wroth with thee, and suffer a relapse, and this cause thy head to be cut off. Then said she to Ni'amah, Enter, O damsel, pay no heed to what he saith, and tell not the queen consort that her chamberlain opposed thine entrance. So Ni'amah bowed his head, and entered the palace, and would have turned to the left, but mistook the direction, and walked to his right, and, meaning to count five doors, and enter the sixth, he counted six, and entering the seventh, found himself in a place whose floor was carpeted with brocade, and whose walls were hung with curtains of gold-embroidered silk, and therein stood censers of aloes-wood, and ambergris, and strong-scented musk and at the upper end was a couch bespread with cloth of gold on which he seated himself, marvelling at the magnificence he saw, and knowing not what was written for him in the secret purpose. As he sat musing on his case, the caliph's sister, followed by her handmaid, came in upon him, and, seeing the youth seated there, took him for a slave-girl, and accosted him, and said, Who art thou, O damsel? and what is thy case, and who brought thee hither? He made no reply, and was silent, when she continued, O damsel, if thou be one of my brother's concubines, and he be wroth with thee, I will intercede with him for thee, and get thee grace. But he answered her not a word, so she said to her slave girl, Stand at the door, and let none enter. Then she went up to Niama and looking at him was amazed at his beauty, and said to him, O lady, tell me who thou art, and what is thy name, and how thou camest here, for I have never seen thee in our palace. Still he answered not, whereat she was angered, and, putting her hand on his bosom, found no breasts, and would have unveiled him, that she might know who he was. But he said to her, O my lady, I am thy slave, and I cast myself on thy protection. Do thou protect me? She said, No harm shall come to thee, but tell me who thou art, and who brought thee into this my apartment. Answered he, O princess, I am known as Niyamah bin Arabiya of Kufa, and I have ventured my life for the sake of my slave girl, Naomi, whom al-Hajjaj took by slight and sent hither. Said she, Fear not, no harm shall befall thee. Then, calling her maid, she said to her, Go to Naomi's chamber, and send her to me. Meanwhile the old woman went to Naomi's bedroom, and said to her, Hath thy lord come to thee? No, by Allah, answered Naomi. And the other said, Belike he hath gone astray, and entered some chamber other than thine, and lost himself. So Naomi cried, There is no majesty, and there is no might, save in Allah, the glorious, the great. Our last hour is come, and we are all lost. And while they were sitting, and sadly enough pondering their case, in came the princess's handmaid, and saluting Naomi, said to her, My lady biddeth thee to her banquet. I hear and obey, answered the damsel. And the old woman said, Be like thy lord is with the caliph's sister, and the veil of secrecy hath been rent. So Naomi at once sprang up, and betook herself to the princess, who said to her, here is thy lord sitting with me it seemeth he hath mistaken the place but please allah neither thou nor he has any cause for fear when naomi heard these words she took heart of grace and went up to ni'amah and her lord when he saw her and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the two hundred and forty-fifth night she said it hath reached me, O auspicious king, that when Niamah saw his handmaid Naomi, he rose to meet her and strained her to his bosom, and both fell to the ground fainting. As soon as they came to themselves, the caliph's sister said to them, Sit ye down and take we counsel for your deliverance from this your strait. And they answered, O our lady, we hear and obey, it is thine to command. Quoth she, by Allah, no harm shall befall you from us. Then she bade her handmaids bring meat and drink, which was done, and they sat down and ate till they had enough, after which they sat drinking. Then the cup went round amongst them, and their cares ceased from them. But Niama said, Would I knew how this will end? The princess asked, O Niamah, dost thou love thy slave Naomi? And he answered, Of a truth it is my passion for her, which hath brought me to this state of peril for my life. Then said she to the damsel, O Naomi, dost thou love thy lord Niama? And she replied, O my lady, it is the love of him which hath wasted my body and brought me to evil case. Rejoined the princess, By Allah, since ye love each other thus, may he not be who would part you, be of good cheer, and keep your eyes cool and clear. At this they both rejoiced, and Naomi called for a lute, and when they brought it, she took it, and tuned it, and played a lively measure, which enchanted the hearers, and after the prelude sang these couplets. When the slanderers cared but to part us twain, we owed no blood debt could raise their ire, and they poured in our ears all the din of war, and aid failed in friends when my want was dire i fought them hard with mine eyes and tears with breath and sword, with the stream and fire then naomi gave the lute to her master Niama, saying sing thou to us some verses so he took it and playing a lively measure intoned these couplets full moon if unfreckled would favour thee and sun uneclipsed would reflect thy blee i wonder but love is of wonders full and ardour and passion and ecstasy how short the way to my love i fare which from her faring so long i see now when he had made an end of his song naomi filled the cup and gave it to him and he took it and drank it off then she filled again and gave the cup to the caliph's sister who also emptied it after which the princess in her turn took the lute and tightened the strings and tuned it and sang these two couplets. Grief, cark, and care in my heart reside, and the fires of love in my breast, my wasted form to all eyes show clear, for desire my body hath mortified. Then she filled the cup, and gave it to Naomi, who drank it off, and taking the lute, sang these two couplets. O to whom I gave soul which thou tortures, and in vain I'd recover from fair unfaith, Do grant thy favours my care to cure, Ere I die for this be my latest breath. And they ceased not to sing verses, And drink to the sweet sounds of the strings, Full of mirth and merriment, And joy and jollity, Till, behold, in came the commander of the faithful. Now when they saw him, they rose and kissed the ground before him. And he, seeing Naomi with the lute in her hand, said to her, O Naomi, praised be Allah, who hath done away from thee sickness and suffering. Then he looked at Niyamah, who was still disguised as a woman, and said to the princess, O my sister, what damsel is this by Naomi's side? She replied, O commander of the faithful, thou hast here a handmaid, one of thy concubines, and the bosom friend of Naomi, who will neither eat nor drink without her. And she repeated the words of the poet, two contraries, and both concur in opposite charms, and charms so contraried, by contrast lovelier show. Quoth the caliph, By Allah omnipotent, verily she is as handsome as Naomi, and to-morrow I will appoint her a separate chamber beside that of her friend, and send her furniture and stuffs, and all that befitteth her, in honour of Naomi. Then the princess called for food, and set it before her brother who ate and made himself at home in their place and company then filling a cup he signed to naomi to sing so she took the lute after draining two of them and sang these two couplets since my toper friend in my hand hath given three cups that brim and bubble ever since i've trailed my skirts throughout night for pride as though prince of the faithful i were thy prince the prince of true believers was delighted and filling another cup gave it to naomi and bade her sing again so after draining the cup and sweeping the strings she sang as follows o most noble of men in this time instound of whom none may boast he is equal found o matchless and greatness of souls and gifts o thou chief o thou king amongst all renowned lord who dealest large boons to the lords of earth whom thou vexest not nor dost hold them bound the lord preserve thee and spoil thy foes and ne'er cease thy lot with good fortune crowned now when the caliph heard these couplets he explained by allah good by allah excellent verily the lord hath been copious to thee o naomi how clever is thy tongue and how dear is thy speech and they ceased not their mirth and good cheer till midnight when the caliph's sister said to him give ear o commander of the faithful to a tale i have read in books of a certain man of rank and what is this tale quoth he quoth she no o prince of the faithful that there lived once in the city of kufa a youth called niama son of arabia and he had a slave girl whom he loved and who loved him they had been reared in one bed but when they grew up and mutual love get hold of them fortune smote them with her calamities and time the tyrant brought upon them his adversity and decreed separation unto them thereupon designing and slanderous folk enticed her by slight forth of his spouse and stealing her away from his home sold her to one of the kings for ten thousand dinars now the girl loved her lord even as he loved her so he left kith and kin and house and home and the gifts of fortune and set out to search for her and when she was found he devised means to gain access to her and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the two hundred and forty-sixth night she said it hath reached me, O auspicious king, that the caliph's sister said, and Ni'amah ceased not absenting himself from his kith and kin and patrial stead, that he might gain access to his handmaid, and he incurred every peril, and lavished his life till he gained access to her, and her name was Naomi, like this slave girl. But the interview was short. They had not been long in company, when in came the king, who had bought her of her kidnapper, and hastily ordered them to be slain without doing justice by his own soul and delaying to inquire into the matter before the command was carried out now what sayest thou o commander of the faithful of this king's wrongest conduct answered the caliph this was indeed a strange thing it behoved that king to pardon when he had the power to punish and he ought to have regarded three things in their favour the first was that they loved each other The second, that they were in his house and in his grasp. And the third, that it befitteth a king to be deliberate in judging and ordering between folk, and how much more so in cases where he himself is concerned. Wherefore this king thus did an unkingly deed. Then said his sister, O my brother, by the king of the heavens and the earth, I conjure thee, bid Naomi sing, and hearken to that she shall sing. So he said, o naomi sing to me whereupon she played a lively measure and sang these couplets beguiled as fortune who her guile displays smiting the heart bequeathing thoughts that craze and part in lovers whom she made to meet, Till tears and torrent either cheek displays, They were and I was, and my life was glad, while fortune often joyed to join our ways, I will pour tear flood, will rain gouts of blood, thy loss be moaning through the nights and days. Now when the commander of the faithful heard this verse, he was moved to great delight, and his sister said to him, O my brother, whoso decideth in aught against himself him it behoveth to abide by it, and do according to his word, and thou hath judged against thyself by this judgment. Then said she, O Niyama, stand up, and do thou likewise upstand, O Naomi. So they stood up, and she continued, O Prince of true believers, she who standeth before thee is Naomi the Stolen, whom al Hajaj bin Yusuf al-Sakafi kidnapped and sent to thee, falsely pretending in his letter to thee that he had bought her for ten thousand gold pieces. And this other who standeth before thee is her lord, Niyamah, son of Arabia. And I beseech thee, by the honour of thy pious forebearers, and by Hazma, and Ukeel, and Abbas, to pardon them both, and overlook their offence, and bestow them one on the other, that thou mayst win rich reward in the next world of thy just dealing with them. For they are under thy hand, and verily they have eaten of thy meat, and drunken of thy drink. And behold, I make intercession for them, and beg of thee the boon of their blood. Thereupon quoth the caliph, Thou speakest sooth. I did indeed give judgment as thou sayest, and I am not one to pass sentence and to revoke it. Then said he, O Naomi, say, Be this thy lord? And she answered, Even so, O commander of the faithful, then quoth he, No harm shall befall you. I give you each to other. Adding to the young man, O Niyama, who told thee where she was, and taught thee how to get at this place? He replied, O commander of the faithful, hearken to my tale, and give ear to my history. For, by the virtue of thy pious forefathers, I will hide nothing from thee. And he told them all that had passed between himself, and the Persian physician, and the old nurse, and how she had brought him into the palace, and he had mistaken the doors. Whereat the caliph wondered with exceeding wonder, and said, Fetch me the Persian. So they brought him into the presence, and he was made one of his chief officers. Moreover, the king bestowed on him robes of honor, and ordered him a handsome present, saying, When a man hath shown like this man such artful management, it behoveth us to make him one of our chief officers. The caliph also loaded Niyamah and Naomi with gifts and honors, and rewarded the old nurse, and they abode with him seven days in joy and content and all delight of life, when Niyamah craved leave to return to Kufa with his slave girl. The caliph gave them permission, and they departed and arrived in due course at Kufa, where Niyamah was restored to his father and mother, and they abode in all the joys and jollities of life, till there came to them the destroyer of delights, and the sunderer of societies. Now, when Amjad and Asad heard from Bahram this story, they marveled with extreme marvel, and said, By Allah, this is indeed a rare tale. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased to say her permitted say. End of section 3